Drag out horse. No, that's, not, that's not what's happening at all. That's Who's not. That? That's literally ah! not what's happening at all. I did interview, and I was like, but so here's what pissed me off. Where's her food? No, it's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. And so she literally goes, "I've been here for an hour," and I'm like, "Okay, well, we'll remake it." Blah, blah blah. At first, and then I pull my phone out and I look at her ticket. I go, "Ma'am, it's been 28 minutes. You ordered 28 minutes ago." She goes, "Well, I've been here for an hour." I was like, "But you only ordered 28 minutes ago. Like that's not part. Like and whatever it's there." She goes, and then she refused to leave, and she stood over the kitchen. She goes, "I'm gonna walk." them remake it remake and i was like please walk over cold? yeah she didn't even touch it and so i'm like oh, by the way there's a hundred people in here there's a, a thousand things i have to do and now she's like standing over the kitchen while she remakes yeah. it ta- talking to them none of them speak english amazing i'm like, <laughs> I'm like please man we will bring it out you know we're fighting whatever excuse me excuse me on delay yeah and on she, delay but then she's telling everyone she's like i've been waiting That's for money <laughs> but snapping it was just it was so nuts and so Did then yeah i got snap? in trouble my hands were sweaty, and so it was slipping too fast to snap. It was just making meat thumps. I'm a big meaty paw. That's how we rub two sausages together. <laughs> mm, meat thumps. <laughs> oh, German's here. Are we ready? Yeah, oh, we've okay. been. We've been. This oh. is. Oh. Oh, okay. this is the podcast. This is the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome. Basically, what happens is Dylan tells us something that he. I'm unhappy with. Yeah, yeah. he's unhappy with. I gaslight him and be like, that's not a real problem. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll go, Colton, you're so privileged. Yes, it's a real problem. You'll come to see how privileged Colton is. Just it, What's nice about him, you just let him talk. He says it himself. I love no, no, privilege. No, you know what? Here's a great, and by the way, welcome back! <laughs> uh, okay. An amazing episode. <laughs> Somebody I feel earnestly Whoa. has more privilege than I have. But then... Stripped it all away like in a Disney film. Me or him? (laughs) No. What privilege do you think you have? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What privilege? Is it under our chairs? (laughs) I have a fun personality. (laughs) Yeah. What you have is height. Yeah, that's true. You're you're height privileged. Where honestly, you don't have to be that hot. But do you think I am? Yeah. But you get to be. But really, counterpoint. Counterpoint. Where's the best angle to take a picture from? When the camera is above you, so to all these fucking short losers, he doesn't look as handsome as I'll he tell you this, if though, you were looking. When yeah, you see actually, someone taking a picture from above, fit in though, frame, he'll never make it. He'll <laughs> never make it. He can't fit in frame. I can't. I can barely fit through the door, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big girl problems. Okay. <laughs> I, feel like, I got a full bed on you. I was like, I'm full on here. <laughs> you know how The Rock looks like he might be 6'5"? Yeah. Well, I think he actually is 6'5". Is he? Is he? Jimmy. Hey, by the way. Okay, so we have a special episode. Mike happens <laughs> to have known privilege. We've had only poor people on the podcast so oh, far. Gross. Oh, gross. Are you rich? No, I was. Grew up I grew rich. up rich. We're going to go. Awesome. Oh, I fucking no, no, love like, when people are rich. No, no, no. Like, grew up richer than... Like rich, you don't rich. know anyone who was as rich as he was. Actually, I do. No, yeah. you don't. Oh, one second. Okay. I'm introducing Jimmy. Jimmy <laughs> okay, is, on, is on. Um, and that's because Trevor's life, as you guys know, is not going well. No. <laughs> In fact, it is getting a lot worse since we we're gonna go through what we know. Well, well, Trevor, well, well, why don't we starting, wait? Because we are doing an episode with Trevor to introduce them. We are gonna get into that. Oh, you just want... Okay, 
What a psychopath. He's a person who wants to bring up a story and be like, you know what? We'll tell you when we fucking get to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I would kill myself if somebody okay, told I'm me about a story. Off. I'm sorry for cutting off. Just, I'm sorry. And they didn't I'm tell it? I apologize. Trevor's girl, wife, wife l- broke her ACL. I don't think you broke no, her ACL. She probably tore it. She tore it. Snapped? She tore it wide open. Tore, oh. You have a microphone, Jimmy. Yeah, it's a teared ACL. She tore her yeah. ACL. And that's a big problem because Trevor tore that shit up. lost his job oh. and he does not have insurance anymore. That, oh. that last part's a guess, but he did Damn. lose his job. I actually, Ooh. it's not of our business, but I do think they have insurance. We don't know. <laughs> if you have to get Cobra to like extend your insurance after you lose your job, yeah. the price on that is so painfully high. Yeah. It's, it, it's almost worth it just to die. Yeah, I feel that way usually with medical problems. Were you a bully in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both sides. Yeah, so Both sides. <laughs> I just was looking at your face and I was like, "That's someone who was mean to me." Yeah, <laughs> that was. It's cold for me to think of a bad thing I did this week. I just got out of Facebook jail for bullying. Oh, I love to cyber bully. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, and, and like strangers or friends? Strangers, only strangers, oh and only if they provoke yeah. it. I don't ever start. But I always finish. Okay. Um, They'll uh, post something on their page and you'll come and like, oh, don't start with me. (laughs) (laughs) So this one was a guy started, he is hosting a PG family friendly open mic on Thanksgiving Day in the Poconos in Pennsylvania and tagged me and like 96 other comics in this open mic event in Pennsylvania. And it's not someone I know or have Mm -hmm. ever met or even friends with. And so I just commented like, hey. I don't know you. Why are you tagging me in this? And he responded, well, you're a comedian. You should know about things like this. <laughs> and I said, hey, don't tag me on your shitty fucking open mic. No one wants to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got into a back and forth where I brought up his ugly wife and his terrible teeth and asked him to headbutt a bullet yeah. and for his address where I could send a stool and rope and, you know, just things to, to make I him angry. Like- and he got very mad. Yeah. And that I won. Mike, was that the the poster that you put in bad flyers? It sure is. It sure is. But you also have great eyebrows. Thank you. <laughs> but that's it's, the other thing that you haven't brought up <laughs> and that nobody has. Great eyebrows. But I so, have to show you this guy's flyer that he made because it's easily the greatest thing to ever come out of comedy. So it's a PG virtual mic. No, it's an in-person mic. Oh, in he Pennsylvania just wanted and you just, to know about it. He wanted me to, to take a flight... And then a three-hour drive to come and do. Where in PG, Pennsylvania? Uh, Broadheadville. That sounds oh. really reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> but this is because I just got back from West Virginia. Yeah. And I didn't do it, but I guess I could have. You should have tagged me in it. Oh man! All right, but hey, would you guys sign up for this comedy consultation for I, this gentleman? I. No oh consultation. My gosh. Yeah. Not a consultation. It's only ten dollars for twenty minutes. Okay, think, sorry. Yeah. I was. I couldn't. I when I was looking at it, I feel like I looked at it for like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> at least twenty. I, I was feel, just staring. I at feel picture. sick looking at it. Yeah, it looks like a J.C. Penney's tide. Well, you have tied to send that to us long. so we can put it up. Hundred percent. So he posted that, and one of his pieces in his resume is that he won the set of the night at a comedy festival, and then his next piece of his resume is one first paying gig. Whoa. I, so I don't. 
I don't know what specifically that means. But also, don't you, don't you kind of look at people like this and you're like, this is all he has and he's never going to make it as a comedian. So should we just let him have this? No. It's, it's, uh, I yeah. don't want him to have this. Performed yeah. at Broadway Comedy Club. Uh, notoriously a bringer club. Oh, <laughs> it's like, and, and just in case you thought like, oh no, there's no way we could get to watch this incredible genius at work at Broadway Comedy Club. There is the official recording of his performance for Broadway Comedy Fantastic. Club. Oh. I have attempted to watch it three times. I have not finished yet. That's so... Ew, I'm going to plan. I usually watch it when I'm going to bed, fall asleep. He does have an incredible joke, which is gas is so high that it's cheaper to just take cocaine and run everywhere. Uh, yeah. You know, my, that, that my, meme. One of my, <laughs> one of my little cousins was like... God damn, these fucking I I'm so mad at Biden and these goddamn gas prices. And I was like, you don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, dude, but the gas prices affects cocaine prices. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my god, you're a little Colton. <laughs> no, no, I, I was like, get out of here, get out of here now. So that's just a little. Do you think I do? I don't know I don't... how much gas is used in the making of cocaine. Well, because like pure cocaine. Oh, sure. they have to drive gas. the coke. Yeah, yeah. No, it's you have to use gasoline cocaine. to extract it from the coca leaves. They pour gasoline on the leaves and then stomp them. What? Yeah, and then the gasoline yeah. evaporates and the leftover My powder brother, is the cocaine. I guess no, no. A friend of mine and the person that you wouldn't know or be able to trace. He's a very. He's in med school. He's like, dude, no one gives a shit that you sold coke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But he didn't. A friend. A friend. Whatever. We'll either delete this or we won't. <laughs> but you're not going to listen to this block because you don't support me like I support you. But anyways, I, I he used to pick up from yeah. the cartel and they would put it in his car, just a brick, uh-huh. and his whole ga- his whole car would smell like a gas tank. Yeah, I believe that. Do you ever see that video of the two gay guys being pulled over by the cartel? No. Please, please oh, stop! But- <laughs> it's amazing. They like, like are accidentally there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we're gonna fucking die. It's amazing. You're like, oh, and then they're like, please stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you're good, just go. It's my no, favorite video. No. I watch it all the time. Oh, I want to see it now. Well, let's 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 rewind a little bit. I, I alluded to your childhood, which is also a crazy... we should probably this is Mike Eaton. Oh, oh hey. hi guys. Hi. Let's introduce ourselves too. Oh yeah, I'm Dylan Carlino, Colton Dowling. I did a bad thing this week. What'd you do? I got addicted to Kratom. Yeah. <laughs> what thing? You have to stop. Well, I, I I got so into it, I tried multiple strains, multiple yeah. forms, powders. I was drinking it. Uh, the green one seems to be the one that... What does it do? It basically... It's like a it's like an opiate, but it also... Instead of making you like, chill, like a, uh, a couch potato, it makes you a zombie monster. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like you're up and running and you're kind of just like chill, but mm. yeah, it's, yeah, I can't do it. It's, I don't like oh, it because I have to oh. take so many. Yeah. So that's why I'm also, guys, congratulate me off Kratom. Whoa. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I kicked the habit. Kicked wow. the habit. It was a weird four days though. Five. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I, well, I did it while I was in West Virginia. So it made sense. Yeah. You know, you have to, it's, you're preparing for the Oxycontin. Yeah, I was just getting ready for to to run into a cousin and have sex with him. You know. Yeah. Would you have sex with a cousin? 
Have you seen my cousins? No. They're gorgeous. Yeah. So they're definitely, right? There's like, I mean, if if they didn't have a problem with it and they weren't like, oh, this is weird, then yeah. Yeah. What if at first they're like, this is weird? Because that's kind of hotter. Like no, we shouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They like, were like, yeah. no, we shouldn't. But then they were the ones driving the shit. Yes, yes, for nah. sure. Yeah. If they were like, no, seriously, stop. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> then I just don't think I could go through with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are not doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I know, but you'll like it later. That's bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. cousin. Who is six five? <laughs> they're all way bigger than me. So like, yeah. and uh, you know, Marines. So they could. <laughs> To West Virginia, cut to West Virginia. You're walking around like in a speedo. <laughs> like, Guys, what's up? I haven't seen you. family reunion. <laughs> you know, I I bought some of those butt yoga pants that girls wear. Nice. I hate with that. And <laughs> they're not good. Yeah, I hate when guys wear that. Yeah, I. So I Are saw you a little gay. A, a little bit. Yeah. So I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> But I He so, cannot see it in your eyes. He can hear it in your voice. <laughs> That's not fair. You like I don't think you're like gonna date a guy, but I wouldn't be surprised if you've jerked off next to one or something happened. So the closest when I, I was I in think high he'd school. would be a really good boyfriend. I think you'd be an amazing boyfriend. I would be an incredible boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but the closest thing I had is me and a couple friends all jerked off in the same room in high school. Hot. And I remember thinking, like, why are we all in the same room? <laughs> like, oh, that's very not the, gay. Like it was like, I know that we all have one TV for the porn, but like, was the light on? Couldn't we just take? Tur- no, the lights were off, and we had our own stations. So like, one guy was on this side of the bed, one dude got the bed, and the other dude was on this side of the bed. Oh, so wait, that's crazy to me. Yeah, because <laughs> it, that's planned. I've I've in my head seen it happening where it just kind of started happening. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the videos, honey. <laughs> You know, porn's not real, cool. But, but if you were like, hey, just I'm going to turn this movie on. It's great. You got a station. <laughs> it was literally, so the there. thing that made it weird, though, is so the two guys that I was hanging out with, they were close friends. And then I was like, I was the butters of that situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, they, this, they do this all the time. <laughs> exactly. So that was the vibe I got where Kyle. <laughs> They're bringing you in. They're like, yeah. let's see if we can get him to jerk off. So <laughs> that was, <laughs> they were bullying you, honey. <laughs> they were bullying Dude, I you. I saw his dick. I'm fucking. Oh, no. <laughs> they weren't jerking off. How no, you, they, how was just, they were just motioning. They're like. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't laugh really hard when you're jerking off. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but how do you think they tell the story? <laughs> I imagine after too many beers to their wife because they're sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you still t- friends with them? No. Are they no. friends? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I actually. Uh, Are they hot? You know, I never thought either of them were very attractive guys, but they always both did very well with women. And are, you they, know are me and Colton better looking than them? The thing is, yeah. These, okay, you know cool. why these oh, guys are hot? Significantly. Because they're rock and roll risky takers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll jerk off in front of my friends. So what? I know. That was such the vibe when we were growing up. But they were like, oh, I remember the street kids in my class be like, we're gay. Like, <laughs> and they'd like hold hands and stuff. And What? Yeah, but then it was like, it was like it a joke. Portland. Yeah. No, Massachusetts. And But this... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look, we're some queers. When I was growing oh, up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, that that I did see on the football team. Yeah, the football team—they're very gay. They're like all naked, oh, touching dude, each other. We have races to see who could get naked the fastest after yeah, football practice. Yeah. See, 
like boys are we, weird. we would all run from the field to the track. You had to, you weren't allowed to walk after practice. <laughs> I like that you said weird, but you really meant awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So it's awesome in the sense weird. that like it'd be, it's so awesome if like to like probably be a part of it and be straight. But the thought of having to get naked with a bunch of straight guys when you're gay seems like absolute hell to me. Why? Uh, because yeah. you're scared they're gonna kill you. You're gonna scared you're gonna get caught looking. The whole premise oh. is, is you're gonna it's see so the, the secret. How would you not though? Uh, that's, well, exactly. that's why you don't want to even put that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but there's something. The straight men can see it when you're in high school. They can. They read. You know. They they fish it out, and you're actually gay, and they're like, yeah, don't don't let him in the locker room. We didn't have anybody that like there were even like rumors about on the football team. So like. But I mean, I imagine there has to have been at least one guy. I actually oh, think I, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, oh, man, I wish we had your yearbook right now, dude. It would be hilarious. Where did you go to high school? South Lake Carroll. And when did you guys lose everything? Um, well, how much did you have? So, so the kind of the the arc of my wealth story. My parents get divorced when I'm two. My dad quits drinking when I'm three. Uh, he's working like odd jobs. He's homeless. He's doing like consumer research surveys, like taste testing, like taquitos and shit for seven 11, just to make 20 bucks here and there gets a job at a shoe store. It's just like grinding away and then gets his law license back, starts at a firm. Back. Ma- he lost his law license. So I've never gotten the full part of this story, but, okay. um, but he lost it in a, he was, uh, he worked in like oil and gas law on Capitol Hill in like his twenties uh-huh. and then was in that circuit. And then I don't really know what happened in there. I assume it was something to do with his alcoholism, but oh, um, okay. I thought it had, it, but I I don't it know if he was anything. disbarred or he just didn't do his continuing legal education or what okay. the deal was. But he gets back, he starts working at this law firm, he ends up making partner, and then by the time I'm like ten, we've moved to South Lake and are living in a house that's modeled after Tara from Gone with the Wind. So our house has like a name. And it's like fifty five hundred square feet. Like a forty thousand gallon pool, that's a so small new, movie that's theater, so new money. Um, like it was nice. And then my freshman year of high school, we moved to Westlake, which was the that's upgrade. So new money, you it is so nothing. new. Money. I know, but I know, but I know what class is. <laughs> but but yes, yeah, so then we moved to an even nicer house in Westlake, down the street from like Terry Glenn. That pay, uh, Westlake is a small suburb in Fort Worth as well. Okay. Um, but the Jonas Brothers live in our neighborhood. Drew Bledsoe, when he's playing for the Cowboys, live in our neighborhood. Like the, the CEO of Taco Bell. Do one house? Or? They do. And, so, do you, and do you meet them? Still? Uh, I TP'd them. Um, my little sister dated the bonus Jonas, Frankie. That's so embarrassing. So No, he was awesome. No, that's yeah, there's, there's a fourth one, that bonus Jonas. It's not part of the famous group. Uh-huh. Um, he's just like a little young egomaniac. Which one of them is gay? I thought all. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I think they're all married to women. That doesn't mean they're not gay. All four of them? Yeah, well, except Frankie. I think Frankie's, Frankie's just doing fuckboy stuff. Is he hot now? He's always been weird looking. Yeah. He had like a more bulbous well, face could you than imagine, the rest of them. Could you imagine being him? Yeah. That's rough. And people thought it was hard being Kevin. Well, people actually like Frankie way better than they like Kevin. That's oh, all over re- Twitter. Yeah, they're like, fuck Kevin, but Frankie's the man. Whoa. Unfortunately, I'm a neck guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a Joe guy. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'm uh, still pretty devastated about the passing of Aaron Carter. Yeah, that was hard for all of us. And it it was hard to watch because it was a slow motion car crash. God, I have been watching with just the happiest. His Twitter has been my favorite because I didn't think it was going to get this bad. 
Yeah. I didn't think he was going to die. I thought he was just going to Britney Spears it for a while. Oh, no. Just keep when I saw that face awful. tattoo, he's like, and I hate to say this because I love her so much, but like Amanda Bynes, like, she's gone. Oh. She's, she's gone. Somebody Worst fillers me. in the world. I was watch. I was watching the new Lindsay Lohan falling I, in Christmas or something like that. Is it good? Well, somebody told me that Amanda Bynes is in it, so I was sitting here watching. I was like, "When does Amanda Bynes just fucking pop into this?" Because the whole movie is weird. Because usually those like Christmas movies don't have a very worn in main character. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. worn in that won't that doesn't tell you the backstory. I'm Lindsay Lohan. I've been run through for the last <laughs> decade, yeah. and I'm yeah. hoping to find love this Christmas. Like, but I love Lindsay. Like I've been pampered since now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like you haven't just been pamper, honey. Like you have been pamper moosed. Like. Yeah. But Lindsay Lohan, she's someone who I do believe can come back and like have a normal career. I really do believe that. Mm. Uh, no, I, okay. I, what is I, normal? Yeah, what is normal? Is I, it like a Hallmark movie on Netflix? I think Where does she go her, from here? I think she goes back to series. People forget she's an excellent actress. No. Have yeah, you she seen is. the new movie? No, no, stop. Not the new stuff, but her old stuff. She, yeah. If you're trying to say the Pervy. parent trap. You guys don't remember no. her. Okay, the, number one. The pa- no, 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 the, she didn't want to Oscar for that. Okay. Jo- <laughs> uh, the parent trap, Georgia Rule, Freaky Friday. I mean, these are Academy Award winning. First off, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis did all of the lifting for she Freaky Friday. You're a fucking psycho. You need to rewatch it. She did all of the acting. Lindsay Lohan is doing an incredible job on that thing. And you know what? Jamie and her are still close friends. Okay. And she respects. Respects Lindsay, okay, and I and I and just like I, I respect Lindsay as well, and I'll fight to the day I die for Lindsay Lohan. I think Lin- everything Lindsay Lohan does, uh, Jennifer Lawrence does better, and I can see oh. her butthole on the internet. Okay, so. I have not looked at those pictures of Jennifer because one, I that's not going to do anything for me, and also I respect her so much. <laughs> cool. There's a picture of her with cum on her face. That's awesome. Yeah, Wait, but Jennifer who? Lawrence is insufferable. I mean, Lindsay Disagree. Lohan would be fun to hang out with. No, I think she was just overshone. I think what we're seeing is that Jennifer oh, that Lawrence got Amy too much. Schumer, Jennifer Lawrence. I like both of them. I'm over it. I like both uh, those girls. Who do you hate? Well, I'm not hanging out with Jennifer hate? Lawrence for her personality. But I lo- like. I love her personality. Yeah. Do you know, oh, know how many friends? times she would be like, what? Mike, don't no, say actually, that. That's offensive. I, I do sure. like her. Okay, I do what? like her. And my old Twitter, I when like I had her. Twitter, when I was like 18 years old, said, uh, uh, <laughs> future friend of Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> It was in my bio. My, yeah. I love her. I love the girl, okay? My new bio. And you'd fucking die to hang out with Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, you would. If she walked into this room right now, you'd be fucking captivated by her, Jimmy. Absolutely. No, dude. We yeah, already went would. over it. I don't give I a love your fuck butt about Red See, Sparrow. You, Any of the Divergent right now, movies. The or? energy you're giving right now is like, I don't even like Taylor Swift. It's like, we're over no, that conversation. No, I love Taylor Swift, I know, but, but like, Jennifer that's Lawrence the, that's can the vibe. kick like, rocks. That conversation's so old. It's like, who cares? Yeah, and the circle lining to this is, I'll tell you my new bio, it's uh, kicking rocks and sucking cocks. I nice. love that. That's, but you don't even like to suck cock. Why do you keep on spreading that very, <laughs> very damaging rumor? <laughs> that rumor you said has that. cost me more money, <laughs> more money than I have made in comedy oh, wait. ever. Also, Mike, so wait, how, how, how did you lose it? Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> This is where the story gets a little fuzzy because I don't have all of the details. Yeah. But end of high school, um, so it's two th- I graduated in 2009. 2008 is when the big mortgage crash happens. My dad had- Wait, you graduated high school in 2009? Yeah. <laughs> Love that. So uh, my dad uh, was working, the part of law that he did was the intersection of state and federal tax for low-income housing. 
So if you build a super luxury high-rise apartment complex mm -hmm. and then you make like one section of it, section eight housing, mm -hmm. you don't have to pay taxes on the entire thing. Okay. So there's little kind of ways that you can finagle the system and hoops you can jump through to do that. So that was what my dad did. So basically whatever they saved in taxes, he would get like half of that as payment. Yeah. So he was just making bank. Yeah. And then was also, you know, overextended. We got into like we bought a family castle that we found in Ireland. You know, he has Dude, uh, so, trashy, that money, so trashy. I yeah. know that's what my family would do too. hundred like, percent. For sure. They're it's like, so cool. The Dowling clan is they call him clan still. Dude, my dad got like super into genealogy, traced our heritage back to Ireland, <laughs> found like an ancestor of ours that was a king that had a castle, found the castle. Dude, we went to Ireland, name? we bought the castle. What's like, his name? Something eaten. I don't know. So wait, so yeah. wait, you were like actually rich, rich. Like how it wasn't wealth, but it was rich. Like millions. Because I've met millions. Yeah. So yeah. our house was like a two million dollar house. Um, and like, are we you had, so pumped? Are you having the best time ever in this two million dollar house? It was the coolest thing I've ever. Like I had like Project X style parties. And are that your I parents got together? For. No, no. So my oh. stepmom is. Uh, when I was like 15, 16, started to go just like full on bonkers and developed a Xanax addiction. And was she got uh, like a gastric bypass and a lap band at the same time and lost like 150 pounds Wait. and then started bullying me for being fat and then got a <laughs> drug her. problem. And started her. What's her name? What's her name? Wait, 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 wait. Her name was okay. Cynthia. She killed herself with Xanax and mouthwash. R.I.P. Yeah. Cynthia, we love you. Well, I guess. Here, here's Cynthia. I just, I just know that at one point she said something really mean to you as she put a pill in and took it. So... What was the thing that she said to you when she was like, hey, Mike? Um, so she she wouldn't take the pills in front of us, unfortunately, which would have been way cooler. Um, but I think my favorite, like the most quintessential family memory I have, um, uh, I'm 15. It's her birthday. We go to her favorite steakhouse. Um, I tried to kill myself by taking a bunch of pills. Whoa. So at I the took steakhouse? Uh, beforehand. I, I was planning to die at dinner at the steakhouse to ruin her dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's actually my. F now that's what were you? You wanted to punish. That's what I like. Yeah. You're a you're a punisher. I was like, I hate this woman. She's ruined yeah. my life. She took my dad from me, my best friend. I'm gonna kill myself, and I'm gonna do it tonight, so it ruins her birthday. Oh, it was a birthday yeah. steak. So you wanted you wanted your be like, hey, I'm eating steak because I'm fat, like that. No, I wanted it to be like her, like sitting there and me just sitting at the meal and just. And then everybody freaking out and devastated because I'm dead. What uh, what pills did you You're take? You're just a little I, drama queen. I took yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took forty red line, uh, uh, like the red line uh, accelerant pills. They're like a uh, caffeine pills times a hundred. Okay. Um, they're like red line is the super energy drink that has all the vitamins and stuff too. So I took forty of those and I took forty Benadryl and forty Tylenol, and I thought that that would fix it. And then I just survived. <laughs> the best. So this is why it's quintessential Eaton families. I'm sitting at dinner. I'm nauseous. I'm sweating profusely. I'm you know pale in the face. And then my dad sees something's wrong with me. He's like, go outside and get some fresh air. So I go outside and I'm standing outside like, oh man, I'm going to die just out here in the rain. Just it's fucking. It was raining. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to die out here in the rain. And like, it just like, I remember like sitting out there and like I'm crying in the rain. And then my dad comes out and I was like, dad, I tried to kill myself. I just, I don't want to be alive anymore. And he goes, it's her birthday. That's really selfish. And walked back inside. <laughs> we just like didn't address it. Oh, you didn't address it. Yeah. So you literally didn't even pass out from that. No. 
experience. No, I ate a sirahi steak. It was just like it's so sad. You went that back I, in and got a steak. Yeah. Well, what's even more sad is that you had to say, "I want to kill myself." Like I, I actually try. Actually, I'm trying right now yeah, to I'm kill myself. Trying, took, and his response is like, "That's so selfish. It's, <laughs> it's her birthday." Yeah. But <laughs> like, he's just like he. I think there was such a leap of like, it's not going to happen. That he was like, "I'm not even going to address the reality mm-hmm. because it's." You took a bunch of cat. I mean, that probably could have killed somebody else. Oh yeah, if I wasn't uh, a monster with a crazy caffeine addiction already, I probably would have died. I also yeah. love that Cynthia's like sitting at her birthday dinner, and you're like sweating profusely, and she's like, "What's your dad's name?" Michael. She's like, "Oh wow," and she's like, um, <laughs> "I don't like that." <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, "Mike, send him outside. He's fucking gross." <laughs> like he's, she's like, he's so fat right, he won't stop right, sweating. <laughs> She, no, she's just like not addressing it and just like talking about her day and just having like the greatest time. Oh my and god! Three of you? Four. I have a half sister as well. Okay. You guys and get that's along? Her that's her daughter. Yeah. Do you guys get along? Younger? Yes, younger. Uh, sorta. Here and there. She, she was know? like a hardcore social justice warrior, uh, in like her high school years. So we kind of drifted apart. Social but. justice. So she's like. Uh, you can't say that. That's racist. About everything. You know what? I could have used one of those people in high school. I mean, yeah. I'm just really happy that no one. Uh, can trace back anything I've ever yeah. thought or said. They can. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one will believe it. Memories I'll ruining Colton's life. Oh no! You know where all you know where all of our I'm bad shit is. Mm-hmm. It's on our these people we don't even remember who have these old phones from 2007 with their fucking SIM cards in and it's sitting in a box. And guess what? You're one of us is gonna make it big and they're gonna pull that phone out and be like, "Remember this, dude? That Nokia you brick are, phone. Oh, you are fucking done when they get when they can print those text messages off. Oh, yeah, dude. I all of the just fucking horny high school boy shit. Did you guys do dumb things? Yeah, for sure. I had a party one time at my house, and I've got you know forty people. So I have a movie theater. So the back of the house on the up, upstairs where my the room wing. is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a movie theater, and then up the stairs from the movie theater is a bar, a poker room, and then a sports room with like a pool table and a couple TVs. And you're the man at school. No, because I'm not even the richest. Um, so like there's other richer kids and also I'm trying to use being rich instead of having a personality. Yeah. And people see right through that. And they're like, we'd Especially rather just hang with, out the cool but they'll still they have money. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> Oh yeah. You don't have that much more than us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh, so, but I was having this huge party and I have probably 40 bottles of liquor, but I'm keeping them in my room so that like not everybody's just drinking all of my booze. And these two girls came back and they're like, well, what can we do for liquor? And I was like, I don't know. And so they like suck my dick for a water bottle of vodka. And it's like, I think back on that and it's like, I'm 17, two 16 year old girls are sucking my dick for a water bottle of vodka. Mm -hmm. Like that's not going to look good on paper. No, that's fine. I would like honestly. <laughs> I, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's not good. Honestly, yeah, I was but like, at the same oh. time, like at, at the same time, and you know, whatever. If people are watching this, we have to also remember, like, everyone has agency, and like, and these girls, maybe they could have been like, yeah, I'm no, gonna look they could have asked I'm for gonna, more. I think they also could have said, I'm gonna look within myself and say, half a bottle, water bottle of vodka isn't worth sucking my stick. Yeah, yeah, but and the like is, these girls were also I, raised I by did, parents. I did put myself in their shoes, and I thought. I'll suck his dick for free. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that should have been their thought to begin with anyways. I'll suck his dick and hope that vodka's a bonus for doing a good job. Right? Right? But they they didn't have 
I mean, they, they weren't adults yet. They didn't know how to think. I mean, yeah, there's we're also, also gay guys. They're like, we're, if, right. I would have loved to suck some popular kids, dude. <laughs> right. The story. But there's also the fact that like we, I was getting my dick sucked, but I was also really mean to the girl sucking my dick. Like yeah. you fucking dirty got my dick in your mouth. <laughs> oh, that's, I was <laughs> like, I in my mind. Being gay was so like bad, bad yeah. that if Whoa. they had dick in their mouth, that, that made <laughs> dick their mouth mouth dick, and I was like disgusted by them. <laughs> That's like kind of gay. You have a dick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because I was so repulsed by the idea of like being gay. People forget <laughs> that when we were growing up. Being gay was still the worst thing you could be. Yeah, was the like people now are like being gay is like literally fine. It's like okay, well I graduated in 2012. Like I, you were a senior when I was a freshman. Guess what? It was like it was bad. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. and no one wanted to be associated other than the girls, and even they were kind of like, ooh. Dude, so that was when I got to LA. My the coworker that I had, so we shared an office together. He's he was, I think 10, 15 years older than me, but he has been out and gay since he was like 12 because he grew up in LA. So oh, I had yeah. never met anybody that had been out and like happy to be gay for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And the like the, the experience of him explaining gay culture and like he took me to his favorite gay bar uh, and we go and they have the cheapest drinks in LA. But the way that they keep straight people out is that all of the TVs are set up like a sports bar everywhere just playing fisting and yeah. hardcore gay porn. Yeah. So if you like are not looking at someone, there's a fist going in an ass. Like, I love that. <laughs> and so they're like, you can have a cheap beer, but you're going to watch what we're watching. Yeah. And just like hearing him. The same thing, except they put them on the ceiling too. Because I remember the, my first like gay bar and I was like, Oh, <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> it is heaven. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to go outside and smoke. And it was an alleyway in San Francisco. And they were just like, it just, it was like uh one of those gradients. Like it started out with everybody, their clothes on. And then it just like straight up. It just like the gayer it got that alleyway was just like at the end of it was a train. <laughs> I swear to God, a train. And I was like, just pew, 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 pew. It's like an anamorph, <laughs> an anamorph of a guy sucking a dick. <laughs> I had an opposite experience where my first, I went to, to visit my uncle when I was 14 in Fort Lauderdale. Uh-huh. And he was like, Dylan, let's go for a walk. It was me and my brother. And he lived in the gay part of town. And he was like, do you recognize anything? And I looked around like everyone was gay. I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, this is a gay neighborhood. And we went into a coffee shop. He's like, this is a gay coffee shop. And I walked around. There's all these gay guys watching. And I looked up and they were watching Family Guy. And I was like, gay guys are normal? <laughs> I was like, I go, I go, no, that, gay, I go that, gay guys like comedy? Like what? <laughs> I thought they would just like all die. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that was the vibe. It was like I didn't know. Other than my oh. uncle and he lived in Florida my whole life, I never knew any <clears throat> gay people. Yeah. And people, I mean, people are constantly like, are you gay? I'm like, no. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Cut to me. I'm like literally always. Stop. <laughs> I'm walking down the hallway with like 12 girls, six on each elbow. We're like stomping. They're all like, he's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I grew up exactly like that. I remember in eighth grade, a girl told my best friend that she thought that her mom told her that I was going to grow up to be gay. People's moms love to tell them. They go, that kid's gay. They love to tell their kid that. And so she told my best friend 
that she, what I was going to grow up to be gay. And I go, what? Like, it was so mind-blowing because I didn't even realize that was an option. And then he goes, don't worry, dude. I told her how many how many girls you finger. <laughs> and I was like, that's right. <laughs> I love be this. gay when you finger like pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> As I had just gnarly bangs. Yeah. yeah I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gay. <laughs> See, I was saying I wasn't gay, but I wasn't fingering any of the girls. We're like, all my friends, all girlfriends were like, you can sleep over if you want. My mom's totally cool with it. <laughs> all of my fr- girlfriends' mom were like, D- Dylan, they're like, should Dylan sleep on the couch? They're like, Dylan can sleep in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> Go right ahead. Dylan can sleep in there. Stay all week. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> you have bad parents. This is crazy. I had one crazy. friend, I had one friend where her dad wouldn't, He would, I wasn't allowed upstairs when he was home, but her mom was kind of like a witch and he would go away on business and she'd be like, call Dylan, he's staying the week. <laughs> that's so cool yeah. she would also do like reiki on us and like she'd like lay down i'm gonna put my stones on your back we'd be like oh amazing she's like yeah. those tarot cards <laughs> that's so cool oh yeah it was the best she'd always drink be, her name's lisa she'd be drinking red wine she'd be playing world of warcraft at night for hours it was the best wow you lose hours on that game though. oh she did too yeah and then she'd be like I, i'm playing my game i'm in a, she'd be like guys you're interrupting the game <laughs> she'd be like i'm on a quest <laughs> okay lisa that's so funny yeah i love that but you you told us a story about when you almost killed yourself at the birthday dinner but not how you guys lost everything oh yeah yeah so but so like that was so she started her decline uh, and got like super into pills and was being crazy. And my dad is like now fully just into work mode, trying to figure out what he can do to make money because his normal stream of income is gone. Because uh, the tax law change or something? Because of the 2008 mortgage crash. No one's building any more apartment complexes. So things start to go south. I'm not clear if he like fucked his secretary or what was going on there. It's your dad, huh? But um, he looks a lot like Jeff Goldblum. Okay. So if I you think, think Jeff Goldblum's hot, then yes. I think a lot of people really do. Yeah. He's got, uh, I've had uh, like girlfriends that were like, ooh, your dad. And it's like, hey, I'll kill you. you know, but, uh, no, 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 you won't. <laughs> yeah. You'll kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At you. you know, even worse. <laughs> yeah. Blow my brains out onto your body. Okay, have some fun. so heavy to move, bitch. You don't have insurance for therapy. <laughs> 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 but, But um, so things just started to decline. I go away to college um, for a year. Uh, I kind of like check out with the family at that point. I'm done. I come back. I get into like 12 step shit. I quit like drinking and drugs. And my dad is like uh, getting into celebrity law where he's trying to do like high profile cases. So he's suing the state of Texas on behalf of the Catholic church. He's uh, representing one of the guys from the branch Davidians. Um, Like, so just like trying to do that stuff. And then he meets a woman in England and falls in love with her. And things have have really started to decline. Smaller and smaller houses, uh, from a Bentley to like a Jaguar, um, like just like small downgrades. And then uh, the whole relationship with the woman in England falls apart, and he lost, I think, like his last two hundred grand of like liquid assets mm-hmm. to is, the is immigration Cynthia dead? process. What is Cynthia dead at this point? Um, they were estranged. Yeah. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember exactly what year she killed herself. Yeah. But th- she was like living in a halfway house and trying to get over her drinking problem. Whoa. Um, like her life really bad. Yeah. Um, as it is. And so like, you know, they both end up like pretty terrible places. Then my dad 
him and my sister are in England and then get kicked out of the country because their visas are denied. And uh, they have no belongings and no money and just get on a plane back to move in with uh, his aunt. And so that was like the rock bottom. And then he, you know, he was teaching at a women's college in Bangladesh for a little while. Um, my sister's been kind of bouncing around community colleges, working at coffee shops and whatnot. Mm. She lives in Denton now. so Denton, you know. Pennsylvania. Denton, Texas, up where oh, okay. University of North Texas is. Okay. It's a little uh, like a woke liberal community north of Texas. And your mom is a teacher in Burma? No, my mom. So my real mom uh, works for like an advertising company and lives here like out in Lakeway. Who's in Burma? My dad was teaching in Bangladesh. Okay. Yeah. For a little Burma, while. I don't think they call it Burma anymore. I don't. I don't know. You brought up Burma. I don't know where Burma came from. I don't know either. I've never even heard of it. The King and I ever seen it? No, no. I like shawarma. No, The King and I. Is that a movie? It's uh, fucking. Is that about Wicked? <laughs> oh, that's The Wizard and I. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. Whatever. Well, I'm glad that you're yeah. safe now. Uh, if you okay, I was thinking about. It's this. a really sad story. Are that, you still sober? Yeah. No. No. no, no, no oh. He's not. But no. I was thinking. Within, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said it so compassionately. You go. No. Why would I do that? No. I, I love myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think that forever. I was thinking about this the other day. Drugs have been always told to me that they were bad, and I think that that was the biggest problem with my with drugs is that you're like no drugs are really awesome yeah i'll do them all the time i think that they should have been like drugs are so good you'll ruin your life for them i think if somebody described drugs to me like that i probably would have stayed away for more drugs i think if they had told me like what the drugs actually do and then it explained like moderation and altering brain chemicals and not saying like hey if you do these drugs your life will be awful because then I go and do the drugs and I'm like, my life's awesome. I'm having <laughs> I'm so having much fun. More friends than I've ever had. We just spent $20 on weed. Now me and three of my closest friends are laughing so hard. We're about to piss ourselves yeah. at a cartoon that's been paused for 15 minutes. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you're telling me that's not incredible. Yeah. So like, I think that if they had told me like, Hey, if you smoke a bunch of weed now as a teenager, as an adult, all of the things that you do to feel joy and happiness will be dulled because you burnt out all of the joy feelers when you were a teenager. Right. I would have been like, oh, I want to have more joy later. You know what, yeah. though? I'll and say- we're just like, and it's going to be really hard to feel joy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, as an adult, not a lot of things make you happy. So if yeah. you can get a little bit of weed to make you happy <laughs> as an adult, you're going to want it. Yeah. You're going to want it. I'll say this, that. though. I like, um... I didn't do any drugs, drugs until I was 25. Okay. Um, I smoked weed and drank. I've uh, never done any drugs. But but when I was 25, I started doing like drugs, drugs. Um, and it's like still, cocaine, Molly, cocaine, acid. Molly, acid, all of them. Okay. Yeah. Are you a big and K fan? Never fun. done ketamine. I got out. David right has a nasal spray now. I heard that. But I'll say this. David has a nasal spray now. It looks yeah. just like a Flonase yeah, bottle. Yeah, it's been. I mean, the things, the closest I got to doing cocaine in D.C. is somebody goes, hey, do you want a nose beer? And I was like. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. I've never had so much fun with the naming all like the phrase like the phrasing of it. Just a nose beer. Nose beers? I used to call them Capri Suns because I'd get a little bag and then I put a little straw in it. <laughs> I just I put a little straw in it and I would just you know Capri Sun. Capri Sun. It that 
Oh man, that was you fun. guys aren't reacting enough. That's genius. <laughs> it was it was genius. And the problem with it is it's too much fun <laughs> because that whole bag will be gone before you drive home. But that's actually well, how duh, that's got, how you drive home yeah. safely. That's yeah, you, yeah. Sorry, yeah. do you want people to wreck? I just want people to be safe. Yeah, unless. You know. And that's why we do testing strips for cocaine. Oh, wait, 25, sorry. So 25, oh, no, so I, um, I thought nose beers. I love then, that. And also goosebumps, like the whole thing. Goosebumps. It's been making me want to... Oh, I've also been calling fentanyl Fenty, mm-hmm. and it's been taking really the, the edge off of Fenty my... Fenty and Madonna. Yeah, just like, does this have any Coke have any Fenty in it? Is a little bit more fun than like, this isn't going to fucking kill me, right? Hey, am I going to be so scary, though? I'll say I only did drugs for like two years, but it really ruined my life. Are you sober? (laughs) Yeah. Off of everything? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I smoke pot a little bit. I smoke a little bit of pot every once in a while, but yeah. He likes rooms. Oh, yeah. And I I microdose shrooms sometimes, but like. Absolutely. That's not like drugs to me. Rips rips that fucking Escobar. I'm I'm really addicted to these. I'm actually, today I don't want to make an announcement, but I, um, today's my last day of cigarettes and the Escobar. I'm going full Escobar. Okay. I like that. And then after this, and I'm going to quit that. I just need to stop smoking. I totally get it. It took me like four years to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Me and and Golden are both sober. And get fully onto. (laughs) Sober. Even off of crate, Kratom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Kratom. Yo, this podcast you, has been sponsored by Yo, Kratom. Were you around when Colton was drinking? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. My favorite thing. I met him when I, like, when I was like out of rehab. We oh, met both yeah. sober. So there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, you met Colton at a different time. Well, you, <laughs> but you just like, we're just like, I did all my bad shit in the Portland comedy scene. So if, like, mm. if Portland comics were here, they'd also have a shit ton of stories about me and like the mean things that I, I, I did. I have incredible memories of Colton at Mr. Tramps and people saying, don't sing. And Colton goes, I'm going to sing. <laughs> it was just and kicking and dancing and then giving him the light. You go, fuck you. <laughs> it was a sports bar. And it like it was like they play like Mexican soccer. It's an Eagles bar also. <laughs> yeah. And so oh. it'd be like sports game ends and they just be like open mic. And these people were shit faced. And like everybody was just like, please, if we can keep some of these people in the room, we might have a good time. And I was like. This is my comedy. I was sucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best. They they would get so mad at me. I also just ran into Mitch Malushka. Mikosha. Mikosha. He's alive. He has like sober again. He had like not fibromyalgia, but benzo addiction. (laughs) 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 He was addicted to benzos, but he's clean now. I thought he had like myocarditis or some shit like that. He, he had some heart thing. He could. Sometimes I'm afraid I have a heart thing. Yeah, same. You get chest pains? No. Oh, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm. Just... <laughs> I also love that when you try to kill yourself, you're at a steakhouse. Like, yeah, pig. <laughs> it's so like new money to be like steak is the fanciest food there is. Yeah. I so I I've gone back to that steakhouse a couple times because the seared ahi tuna is that good. Oh my! Well, seat in the same seat? No. Oh no! It's the Silver Fox in Grapevine, Texas. So where are you at now with money? Um, I'm like broke, comic working broke. Yeah, I have a day job. Yeah, um, that makes enough money that I can pay my bills and like pay for like some of my flights to get to shows and stuff. But is life good? Yeah, life's fine. I'm uh, recently divorced. Oh wow! So but that's he been. Got, he got married fast. I did. Yeah. I got married during the pandemic. I met a woman, fell in love, got married. 
uh, probably rushed into things a little bit. And uh, then when comedy came back, it was like that took up all my time. And so that, that, you know, ended up being the impetus for that. So I'm, I'm actually, all things considered, I should be in a worse place than I am, but I'm relatively pretty happy. And yeah. I had, like, I think a lot of it though is uh, the comedy and the comedy community. Cause like, I mean, some terrible things have happened. I've lost some like close friends this year. Like a lot of people have died and all of those like very sad moments. There's a specific show or specific group of people that I remember from comedy associated with those moments that made them better. Um, like, uh, when Scotty Peterson passed away, that one really fucked me up. And I was here at the mic at Creek and me and Keith Ray were kind of commiserating. Uh, and then uh, I was just like crying in the back of the room. And I remember Aaron Cheatham came up and just said, hey man, I know you're going through it. I love you. He called me his N word. And that was just like, just enough that it was like, I feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it just like those little moments where there's people in this community that like will lift you up and help you make it through stuff. Yeah. So even when shit was bad, it was like, it was fine. It's funny. And I, I definitely don't feel like this about myself, but whenever you were going through something, like I always thought you were going to be fine because I believed in you. And I feel like that is something about the comedy community where like somebody else will give you that little bit of bump of like, oh, you're going to be great because you're going to do this and this and this. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll keep on moving. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open micers really saved my life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's by, so by bad. Um, no, I love I you. I am curious though, why you is it, was this your first marriage? Yeah. Did you? I'm obsessed with why people want to get married. Uh, so for me, um, we met, we fell in love immediately, like yeah. love at first sight. So many of the little bitty things that were just like coincidences, you know. Uh, I, we were talking and I said, it felt like serendipity. She has the word serendipity tattooed on her. Yeah. You know, just like little stuff like that. It it felt like a fucking movie. It was beautiful. And, uh, we are here in Austin. I'm visiting her. She was working at a restaurant. It's peak COVID times. Uh, we got partying real late one night and having a lot of fun. And the next day she calls into work sick, hungover, but I don't, I don't feel well, whatever. Because of COVID, she's excluded for 10 days, which means she can't go back to work and she gets paid the whole time. So I'm supposed to fly back in like a day. So I buy her a ticket. We go out to LA together where I'm living. We're on the pier in Santa Monica. And it's like this beautiful thing. We take a picture in a photo booth. And we were sitting there looking at each other. And I was like, what if we just went to Vegas and got married? And it was just one of those things where like, the world might be ending. I don't know what's going on. The yeah. fucking COVID shit. I'm fat. I'm probably going to die. You know, like. Well, you really thought you were going to die from COVID? I had no idea. I had, there were people in the community around me that were dying. Like a comic that I did a couple shows with. Uh, died of it like pretty early on and was like oh fuck you know Uh, my sister well a person i know uh she does none of my family's gonna listen to this so i I can talk no one in our lives listen to this that's well your mom um Uh, probably my mom yeah Uh, his mom's obsessed my my sister no okay whatever my sister uh would be like uh yeah why should i have to quarantine i'm not fat yeah. And I never like considered what it would be like to be fat. Yeah. And <laughs> did you, were you guys scared? I had, uh, I can't speak for the whole fat community, I was, but I was actually thin during this period. Okay. Okay. I was like, and, okay. I had, I'm actually kind of getting back there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I had a couple of panic attacks. I lost like 50 pounds in 2020 because I freaked out so bad. and was just like, I'm going to exercise and just not eat any carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, we, we the, the whole thing was like, well, what if I die of COVID? Comedy is kind of dead. Every good show that I would have would be 25 people in a hidden bar or an outdoor at a biker bar or in some fucking hidden speakeasy, which was cool and felt illegal. But it's like $20 for a show once a week isn't ever going to turn into a career. So it was like, man, this thing that I've put all my eggs in the basket in, I, I, dude, I, I took 80% of what I owned and gave it away and put the rest of my stuff in a car and drove sight unseen to LA to move into a, a friend's house to just try comedy yeah. out there. So it was like, I, I literally was putting everything into that basket and that might be gone. The world might be over. The economy's collapsing. My job had let me go. Like it, it like dissolved in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So thing, everything was gone. It was like, if the world ended tomorrow, I would be so upset if I wasn't married to this person. Okay. Uh, and, and that was, that's so interesting. That's awesome. I th- I mean, I like, and I know I knew her. She was, and it was that. It is interesting to because that was the divorce is pretty recent. Mm-hmm. I feel like but don't this, you? I feel like whenever I feel like this is a nice bow that feels like ten years from now. Mm, yeah, I do feel like I do want to say this. I do love that you got married because you're like acting like a cancer patient who has thirty days to live, and you're kind of like <laughs> you have to get it done now before Jimmy, before your dad, you know? Yeah, but. I think it's interesting that when people get married because it's like the last thing they have, it never works out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it only feels like it works out if you have everything else is good in your life. And then you're like, we have all this great stuff. We should get married. And then that last one, you're like, this is it. It's yeah. like, oh no. It was one of those things where like, not saying that's what happened, but no, no, no. But yeah. if we had taken some time and like, <laughs> where is my ring? <laughs> I swear to God, I, this is not apropos. <laughs> I think it like, it it was um, both of us wanting something, yeah, and thinking that that would be a solution. And like, I still love her very much. She's a wonderful human being, and I have nothing but nice things to say about her. It just wasn't. Um, it's not fair for me to ask her to wait on something that might never happen. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee of making it in comedy or this becoming financially feasible or not just being broke for the next four years and me having to go to fucking bumfuck. Ohio yeah. to do three shows with some guy that was famous 25 years ago. You know, like two broke girls wasn't that long. Ago. No, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Kite's amazing. Uh, but like, dude, like the, I got, had a, a series of show when I was getting ready for the special where I was taking anything that I could do that was over 20 minutes. And so I toured with this guy who's a deaf comedy magician and I went to LaSalle, Texas and Tuscola, Texas and Tokyo, Texas doing 25 minutes for yokels. What is Tokyo, Texas like? It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. It should not be as a town. Is T-O-K-I-O. It's about 15 minutes from Waco. Okay. Oh, Tokyo. Okay. So they didn't name it after like... Japan, no. Japan. It's not no. like a bunch of Japanese people like, we've been in Japan. Okay. Cool. Do you no. have a plan if what would happen if comedy doesn't work out? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I, I've put everything into comedy and podcasting. Yeah. With comedy being like the linchpin for all of that and the starting point. And I go up a lot and I see results from that. And my career trajectory is still this. So I like, I don't, I mean, as long as I don't die, like eventually it'll be something I, I, you know, I, I'm four and a half years in and I've been able to do in that four and a half years, things that have taken most people seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. So like when I look at the people that started at the same time as me, I'm a lot further along than them. 
And so like, I have to believe that means something. Um, I don't know what it means in terms of what the top of that is, but I don't think that it's unreasonable to think that I can at least make a, a career out of it. I love that. I honestly, I'm so sick of comics being like, well, you know, it's really hard. like it's like fucking believe in yourself. Yeah, you know, I'm so sick. There are so many comedians that are like, you know, or maybe they it's lived important for too long. That's how they mm. all were. They're you know they're all like, you know, I love comedy, but like maybe this is it. I'm like, if this is it, I wouldn't be at open mics. Yeah. Okay, like I wouldn't be. Let me tell you something. If 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 I wasn't dead on like comedy is what I'm going to do, I just live in a small town. Mm-hmm. I would live in a small town and I own a diner like that's yeah. what i would do if i was but like yeah it's like believe in yourself i think it takes a certain like culture that is you're gonna go out and leave the town because if you're gonna stay in the town you want people to be pretty humble I'm like we should all probably share everything and there shouldn't be one person that's better than everybody but if the culture is you're good there's one person who makes it then you kind of have to be the person like, listen, I'm going to leave all you fuckers behind me and I will not remember you and do, mm. not, do not call me when I'm rich. But I understand like why small towns are better because like I would never live in the suburbs. I think that's like literally for trashy people. That's like truly nothing. Mm-hmm. But small, like from a town of 5,000 people, let me tell you something. Everyone's famous. Everyone's famous in a small Everybody town. Everybody dies. Fa- yeah, I know. Everyone's I, famous ugh. in a small town. It's great. What is that song? Dies famous in a small town. Oh, okay. Miranda Lambert. Yeah. Ugh. Love, love that no. girl. I love her. I hate country music. I love country music. I have found that I really enjoy enemies. my friends yeah, that play country like, music. You're my enemy. Okay. But who do you like? Oh, we don't want to talk about what I like in music. It's bad. Like what? Uh, I really like dubstep. I'm bored. Oh, I love it. I love crunchy, crunchy dubstep. Um, I A really. A lot of the people uh, on TikTok I follow are just like. Drugged out French TikTokers who are just like listen to this. Yeah, I love that, and I I really like rap. I'm a big rap guy. Who who do you like in rap? Um, recently I've been listening to this group called Coast Contra. Um, but I like like T Grizzly, Key Glock. Uh, I like the crime rap. I ESTG. Don't know a lot of the words he was saying. Do you? I don't. I only listen to music by girls who are like twenty three. Okay, that's and they like really sing about their feelings. I also like that. That's my favorite. I'm a huge fan. Jimmy, do you like any? I like of those sad people? music. Also, this you is, don't even know them. No. This is oh. my ringtone, and it has been for a very long time. Oh yeah, not that, not that. But I, I appreciate it's party that. in the USA. But it's for the, sure. I've, I've always liked that kind of music. Yeah. Um, I'm talking more like Phoebe Bridgers. Okay, Jordan you like Baker. sad girl shit. Yeah, I'm, oh. a, I'm a sad girl in this. Oh, I, I love romanticizing people that I'll never date. I don't like sad girl music for the same reason I don't like sad girl comedy. It's just like, be original. I'm sad about my yeah, feelings. Yeah, my thing is like, do something about it. That's my thing about. I was like, oh, you're sad. Why are you putting this on me? Yeah, right, you know. Also, I was thinking about this. Go to, to therapy, today. bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Disagree. Um, Disagree. I just feel like if I was a singer and I was like making a song and I was married, let's just say, and I was like, <laughs> are, honey, you are. I think about somebody else while we're fucking. I could say as my career, it's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was like, no, really, I'm going to say it 10 times in a song. Then you're yeah. like, if I Yo, could, are you okay? Oh, if I could sing, I'd be doing like Elliot Smith style music. Like absolutely. I've done comedy dope. in the bar he I, died in. Oh, really? Yeah. It's in LA, in Silver Lake. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Can you give us do you think your he best? Di- do you think he killed that? himself or do you think his girlfriend killed him? You can't hear that? 
If you're just listening, we're doing major renovations at the Creek in the Cave. Creek. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. The bear is having bottom surgery. Um, Jimmy, do you have any questions for Mikey? <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, I have some questions, but like, I already know the answers. I just think it'd be funny to talk about. Okay. Hey, okay, well, Mike, we have, ask we, away. Well, Mike, we, have, we have about six minutes. Okay, Mike, tell the story of the first night you met your ex-wife. Oh, so um, <laughs> we're at a, a wedding. So it's the uh, June of the pandemic, 2020. And my friends have been trying to get married and doing a destination wedding. And they've had to reschedule and figure all this stuff out. They end up renting a ranch in Cotopaxi, Colorado. So middle of fucking nowhere, gorgeous, middle of the mountains. Um, get there. So the day we meet, uh, like we're getting ready for the wedding. The wedding happens. We're eating a bunch of mushrooms and doing bunches of drugs and just like talking. Uh, I mean, the whole thing ended up being fucking wild. So, I mean, the first night we meet and we, uh, I am talking to her and uh, this guy's walking around with a bowl of mushrooms. And he says, do you guys want any? And I took just a giant handful and threw them in my face. And he's like, oh my God, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then he leaves and uh, like an hour and a half later, I'm still sitting there with her talking. We're just like lost in each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm the mushrooms are really starting to hit. And he comes back around to check on me. But he's still holding the bowl of mushrooms. And he goes, Mike, are you okay? And I go, yeah. <laughs> I grabbed another handful of mushrooms. <coughs> so end of the night, um, I go to leave to walk from the party house back to my cabin where I'm staying. And then she's like, can you find it? Are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I got it. And I walk out and I'm like standing in the field for a minute. And then she said, I came back and I'm just like very sad. I go, Hey, I'm lost. (laughs) (laughs) And she walks me back. And then the next morning we're supposed to go on a hike. It's like a four mile hike up like 4,000 feet of elevation on these mountains. I hate what I like like that fucking, but the planned hike, it's like, just fucking get married. Well, but it, you know, we had fun and it was you fine. And a lot of weddings. I've never been to one. <laughs> uh, Maybe to get more invites, if you were like, "Ugh, I would never." I know. I'm so rude. I'm always like, oh, "Yeah, whatever." You should finish but, your story. So we, um, everybody's like pack, packing up and getting ready to go. I know that the only way that I'm going to be able to make it through this hike is if I'm just slammered. Like, because I've been drinking all night. I'm fucking fucked up from the night before i've had two hours of maybe sleep and i still feel kind of fucked up i love if i just pour more booze in there then i can keep going so i go into the kitchen and i'm making a suit no uh shorts and a tank top um and uh i go into the kitchen it's seven or eight in the morning and i take the vodka and i fill up like a big like dickie's cup probably 70 80 percent with vodka and then i threw some bloody mary mix on the top of it and then just and chugged it. And so I'm like, all right. And then everybody's like, Mike, come on, we're leaving. I was like, all right, I just, I got to go to the bathroom. And then I go to pour another one and I'm pouring the vodka like into the thing. And I didn't realize I'm standing in front of the window and everyone's just watching me. (laughs) So I'm like, and they're like, Mike, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I put some more bloody Mary mix on the top and I chugged the second one. So I've had probably about 20 shots of vodka in three minutes with just like a splash of Bloody Mary mix. And they're all like, you didn't even put ice in it. And I was like, gets in the way. You can't, you can't chuck it with the ice. Uh, and they're like, what were you drinking? I was like, it's a Bloody Mike. It's like a Bloody Mary, but poisonous. So we, it's also a Jewish wedding. Uh, and I'm one of the only goy there. So we're in the buses on the way to the hike. And I just start going, Jew, 
so that's pretty good. Uh, we get to the hike. I drunkenly hike up the mountain with everybody, and I'm stumbling and falling. We get to the top where there's a waterfall, and that was the point of the hike is to see this beautiful waterfall. And then I was like, woo! So I run, and I jump in the waterfall, which is Shorts and 40 off. degrees, yeah. immediately sober. Just like, <laughs> it's so cold, I'm dying. I scrape my legs up. I'm bleeding a whole bunch. I get out, and she is there on this hike, and she's just like, I fucking love this idiot. <laughs> The hike down she the had mountain. She a rough childhood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the hike down the mountain, I have like a water, metal water bottle and I'm swinging it to throw myself <laughs> to make me stumble so that I'll walk forward. Yeah. And that's how I made it down the mountain. So that was like day two. Uh, and then like day three, we went like white rotter rafting and like made out and I we ate each other's butts and stuff. That was cool. Um, that, before the rafting, not on the raft. but Oh God, straight men's butts. He's not, I mean... He's not straight. Yeah. I'll use a bidet. Oh, that's beautiful. But uh, you didn't, you brought the bidet with you? No, 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 no. So then how did you prepare? Well, I mean, I shower. Yeah, but there's I mean. A lot, there's a whole thing on TikTok right now of girls asking their boyfriends, like, you spread your cheeks in the shower and they're like, the water gets in. You're like, whoa. That's oh, dark. yeah, that's not, no, you gotta spread. That's, yeah. yeah. Do you have any spots that, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I, I do want to know where the question was going. It, is this like a fat flexibility thing? Is there somewhere no, I can't yeah, wash? Yeah, I was going to ask you about a fold. The thing is, I don't have to like necessarily wash three places on my back. It's just like one back. But some people have oh. folds. And yeah, so yeah. they have to wash underneath the folds. Here's a fun thing. So I have stopped using Escobars as much and started using the Elf Bars because these don't get lost in my folds. You're fucking folds? Yeah, so like if I'm late, like I'll, I'll take my Escobar to sleep. Yeah, and I'll fall asleep, and then I'll be like, "Oh, where is it?" And then I'll wake up, and it's just under, and I'll stand up, and it'll shoot out. That doesn't happen to me. Nice, lucky. Doesn't happen. Mine's you? mostly skin. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've just never had enough mass. Yeah. Okay. We cult and we know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you don't have to brag. No, no. It's, your body's it's, like. But also, it you don't feel, know. It doesn't like, feel like a brag right now. It feels more like like you get to have pockets. Well, you've also <laughs> never had like the feeling of like like really manhandling someone either, right? Like you can't play, just like pick up a man and move him very easily. I used easily. to play rugby. Did you? Yeah, like really? Rugby, rugby. Yeah, I man. was on the U21 uh, Olympics. So this team. wasn't for show? It was like functional? Yeah. Okay. So you have manhandled someone. I was okay. I should now be he clear. gets manhandled. I was like okay. okay. U21 for a week and then I quit. I, then I got really into drugs. <laughs> okay. I got really into drugs. Uh, uh-huh. I, did, I went to Indonesia for a month. Uh, that's where I picked up c- smoking cigarettes. It okay. was it wasn't a good time in my life. I was still like, I'm not gay. <laughs> I just want to go to Indonesia with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, hmm. Ito's not gay, <laughs> but if we end up fucking, that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm also not gay. <laughs> yeah. And if two not gay men fuck, then that's not gay. There was nothing right? gay about it. <laughs> yeah. I always am just like. <sighs> Everyone's a little gay, but I think that's just being gay. You think so? Of, you're like, I, I, how can I? Not? I've had this discussion so <laughs> yeah, many I times think that we can't know. Yeah, but I think it could be true. Jimmy, are you a little gay? Everyone's a little gay. It's a spectrum. So th- that's my thing. Is like when <laughs> I because people constantly have asked me if I'm gay. Like my well, whole life. Well, can I say something? And I mean this. Can I hold your hand for a second? Yeah. <laughs> you have gay face. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> It's also been an asset with women my whole life because it's disarming. Yeah, they think you're safe. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you're safe. And then they're like, wait, why are you in me? But uh, <laughs> You wanted the bottle of vodka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
thought you were gay. <laughs> long, 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 long. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> oh, that's but, so funny. But I've also like I've had a lot of uh, like conversations because it doesn't bother me to talk about. But I don't have any sexual attraction to men. I when I look at like a very good looking man, okay. what I think is I want to look like him. So that's for me too. I see him and I'm like, God damn! Look, like when I see like when I'm at the gym and there's a guy that's really ripped. Yeah. I stare at him because I'm like, look how awesome those muscles are. I wish my muscles look like that. All so, I think about all day long is it's a nightmare to be attracted to what you want to look like. And oh, that, yeah. it, it is such a mind fuck to look at someone and be like, you're so attractive. And also, I want to look exactly like you. It's crazy. Because I, when I see women at the gym and like I see like a big juicy ass, I'm not thinking I want a big juicy yeah. ass. I'm like, I want it. I want it. Put it on my face. Like that's, yeah. that's oh, the okay. thing in my brain. You but know, actually... This actually does make sense to me. Because when I see a woman, it's not like I don't want a dick, but it just looks so, like, clean. You know, yeah. the yoga pants, the fucking, like, I, I'm like, oh, I, I could never look like that unless I, like, I'd have to chop off my penis to make that happen. And that's not something, like, you couldn't, I... You couldn't. No, no, I could. I, it's not something... I, but I get what you're saying. Like, it doesn't make me gay, but I, I it doesn't make me attracted to the woman. But, but you're like, wow. But like, it's not to say like I'm not on Wellbutrin right now, you know? Because <laughs> I am. I just like, there's never been a, a moment. Like, I've had uh, guys kiss me as a joke. And I mean, uh, hilarious. Me too. I love jokes. We're all comedians. Yeah. Let's tell some jokes. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, there, there was a a party in Hollywood and we're all drinking and having drugs and they're taking like pictures of comedians at the party. Uh, and then I was there with uh, Mitch did. Burrow and Mitch Burrow. And we're about did. to take a, take a picture and then Mitch leans over and kisses me. And I was like, Oh, it's funny. But it, the kiss part of it, it wasn't like, it felt like when I was little and my dad would kiss me where it was like, uh, why I've had straight men kiss me where you're like, okay, you did just, and they're like, it's hilarious that we just kissed. I'm like, for sure, but your tongue was just in my mouth. Yeah, so <laughs> for me, the, it's it's a completely different thing than kissing a woman. When I'm kissing a woman, I'm like excited. I'm like there's more to it. My head, I'm like emotionally into it. Like I'm like, ooh, something more might happen. Maybe my dick can go in this place my face is. But like, the, the, I never, there's no sexual component it just, I just when feel I look like at guys. I just feel <laughs> like you're trying to kiss me right now. <laughs> Doesn't it kiss feel Colton. like, like you, should kiss feel, Col you should kiss Colton? Like, no, he's right. going, he's going, he's going, I'd feel nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. You could not kiss me, and be like, I feel nothing. Right? See, that's cool. That that's that's your your privilege of being hot because Colton believes that everybody wants to fuck him. Yeah. No, no. That if we were kissing, you would feel something. Yeah. See, that that's is privilege. That, that's privilege. That's privilege. No, no. I'm telling you something. We went out and drank. Because this. imagine if a woman said that to you. She was like, oh, yeah, you love dick so much. If I kiss you, you're no, going to want some puss. Let me tell you something. We went out in drag one time, and he was, <laughs> and the way Colton, his entire, everything left his body because he's get hot gay guys like weren't attracted to him he was like you should have seen him he was like oh like i've he literally said no one's ever looked at me like this i was like you get used to it well, no one's did. ever looked at you oh well i have to imagine there's been some redneck that's looked at you disgusted 
Yeah, but they're they're usually disgusted in a kind of way that's like, oh, you like it? Oh, he <laughs> what no, he even said he goes, he goes, even on. usually straight guys look at me and be like, that was a good looking guy. <laughs> they, <laughs> that's yeah, so dark. sometimes when they when they're disgusted at me, I'm like, you're actually just a little scary, don't you? Like, <laughs> you afraid I'm Privilege. gonna sneak up in your house and damn start licking your? It would be awesome to be hot. Oh, it's my only goal in life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. I'm like fully going full on. I swear on to God, I think about how life is so hard. Every Every day, <laughs> and I honestly, I like empathy for her. <laughs> I, I know, and everybody does. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, if you I, think I that, have, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a ten, you know, but I am good enough looking where it, like, I get free stuff. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and. <laughs> Do you know how I get free stuff? With I, my charming I, personality I can't that I cultivated imagine, from years of abuse I can't and rejection. imagine how hard it is say, though, to be you guys. The more, okay, <laughs> Fuck you. The more weight I've lost, every time I lose weight, I do start getting free stuff. It's yeah. actually crazy. Like I, Because when I first moved here, I was probably 70 pounds heavier. And I like had a free Red Bull at the bar last night. I was like, oh my God, this guy. I was like, thank you so much. Because the Red Bulls, they're supposed to charge for those. Okay, it's not like the Diet Cokes. Yeah. I had lost in 2015, I lost 90 pounds. Uh, and I was down to like 215, 220. But I looked good. And it was wild how many more things I could get away with. Because there is uh, a certain fat guy privilege to, like, there is a fat guy charm. Like, I, I get away with saying things yeah. that hot people could never say. Yeah, there have been so like uh, Eli and I will be hanging out with a group of people and Eli will say something and they'll be like, you're a fucking insane psychopath. And then I'll jump on the same thing he was just saying and everyone will be laughing. Yeah. And he'll be like, what the fuck? That's not fair. And it's like, because yeah. I'm same, fat and disarming. Same thing with being gay. My friend says that all the because time. Like, I, don't know what, I would be saying something and literally these girls would be glaring at him and he'd be like, he's saying it. Not me. Yeah. And he's like a, he's like a classic straight guy. He's like I'm not saying anything. Yeah. He's like just catching he's phrase. talking yeah. and you're pissed. Yeah. It feels like because I've been around mm-hmm. you too, and it it does feel like when you say it, it's like I love this guy. <laughs> when I when Eli says that, I go, What does he want? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is he trying to get out of me? And like, wait, yeah. I, I don't trust it. So there there is like a certain fat privilege. But then when I lost weight and I was like hot, Mike. I was like able to drink at bars past when they closed and yeah. you go to the CD after hours and then you're like at the hookah bar, but they're letting you smoke weed out of the hookah and they're like, he's hot. Who cares? You know? And like you just at the bar. Well, it's not just hot. It's you. because you still have that personality that you acquired from being fat. So mm-hmm. you're in fun to be around and you're a lot better looking like I, yeah, I, right when you said that, I remember this guy in Portland, I lost all this weight. He's a bartender. He's like, after it closes, we'd like hang out and smoke cigarettes inside the bar mm-hmm. yeah. he'd be like i'm gonna turn the cameras off i'd be like okay amazing like yeah. this, is, this has never happened to me fat it's so hey, cool and we only have two minutes left on the sd card okay Wait, real and quick, I, have to, I have to share my theory real quick though okay sure okay. It, it won't and then, okay well you won't get plugs that's fine i don't need plugs i'll plug oh yeah you plug uh so so i thought for a long time that the best person that i could possibly hook up with was a girl who was ugly and fat uh all the way through high school and then lost her weight and got hot in college because she developed a personality by being ugly and fat all through high school, got bullied, has self-esteem issues, ah, and then she got hot, so she started getting attention, and because it was new attention, she like hoed out in college, and now she's gone back to the happy middle where she's got a rock and bod, but self-esteem issues and experience. Yeah. So I thought that was the perfect combo, and then I realized you can get all those same effects from an anorexic girl 
that just beat anorexia without having to deal with the fat problems. Yeah, they still have body image issues. Yeah, yeah perfect. Is, no, you I don't want that. anybody who like hates themselves. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. Okay. I'm like sick of my. I'm like sick of my. I'm <laughs> okay. sick of my own body issues. I'm hey, like sick listen. of talking about that. I can't listen to somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. I don't, no, they don't have to talk about them. Just take them out on me. You know, I'm so ugly. Yeah, like, ah, yeah. I want someone who thinks they're hot. Wait, 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 wait. Who was doing what in that? When the girl's like, I'm so. Uh, I gotta fix my. I gotta suck. I gotta. Oh, okay. I will find. I thought, approval I at the base you were, of your I wiener. thought you were jerking somebody off. That's and on that note, that has been Mikey E. <laughs> God damn it. We don't know what he's up to. He wants to plug, and when he says it, he means butt plug. Find him on MikeyEats.com. MikeyEats.com. Uh, and thank you so much, Jimmy, for stepping in. Jimmy, where can people find you? Uh, at the Jimmy Clifford on Instagram. That's right. Jimmy is live. You know, he's doing... His trajectory is going up. Trevor, on the way down, we will meet with him soon. You guys, um, love check and in. light. Check in. Bye. Bye. Check in. We always lear. lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to drag out horse. No.